1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey what's up everybody you are tuned in to Afterbus TV for uh, for power I am your host Bam Erickson and I would like to introduce my panel
2: hey what's up everybody I'm Cornelia? I am Robin Ayers. And I'm Janisha
3: John.
1: And we have back in the AfterBuzz building, he plays the character of Victor. Please yeah. welcome Jarrell Lee Wesley Woo-hoo! to AfterBuzz. Hey, what's up? How are welcome you? Welcome back. I'm good, thank you. I love
4: hanging out with you guys. Oh,
1: we love uh, hanging
3: out with awesome. you too. Thank, thank you. you, you a great job.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Um, just a thought before we go into this. Is it me? But I have never witnessed watching a show that turns up every episode. It's like you think you know one thing and then, up, oh, well, no, he's not dying. Okay, and then something <laughs> else happens the next week. Oh, hell, he... Yeah. This... Like say 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 your line. This my show. <laughs> this
2: <laughs> my show. <laughs> yeah, in especially it, you Bam because you somebody every week. So yeah, you you kill real everybody. surprised every week. Like they they still here.
0: <laughs> Bam's killed everybody.
2: <laughs> every guy, Even your
1: like, children. You might I didn't kill you though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, um,
5: it might be coming though. Yeah, but.
1: I was pleasantly surprised to see more of Lobos in this episode. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, it's making him more real, like, you know, part of the
3: story. So, I agree with that, you two. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And we're learning a lot more about Lobos, too. (laughs) (laughs) So, man. Man. Okay. Let's
1: just, okay. Were you shocked that he's gay? Uh,
5: I don't know about shocked. Mm. Why, Camelia? Because he... You just, you just never know nowadays you know what I mean? like there's never a like a, a stereotype
3: like there used to be like oh girl he gay like yeah, they, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have that
5: anymore <laughs> so when i saw
3: that scene i was like oh okay there you go I mean, was like, oh, cool for me it was interesting to see i guess a gay guy just kind of be in that position because in most cases you know they try to make and i'm just putting it out there literally they would try to make um a gay guy not seem as masculine, you know, in the sense that he's not, you know, gonna be there like killing people and and the badass of, of the entire organization. So it was it's refreshing to see that, you know, mm. just like it'd be just like straight up, you know. So that's what I got from it.
1: I told that's exactly where I was coming from. I thought it was refreshing because although although he's gay, don't test him mm-hmm. because how quick he was able to catch when the the girl um the in the in the hotel was trying to cap his boyfriend, you know, like he's very quick, he's very smart, and um, why can't someone who's gay, why can't he be the biggest kingpin drug lord of the world? Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know, I mean, I didn't I just figured that he <laughs> swings both ways. I don't know if he's gay or if mm-hmm. he swings both I mean, it doesn't matter. But I wasn't necessarily shocked when I saw that scene. Um, but it kind of goes with his character, too. He's mm-hmm. very, like, loosey-goosey. Do you guys mm-hmm. get that from Lobos? like, yeah. he's a trip. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He's kind of, you know, it's fun to see. But also, he looked up. Remember when this uh, side guy started talking a little bit and he grabbed him by the throat? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Lobo's got it. Yeah. You know?
1: yeah. No, great. Um, the task force. Oh, did you have? No, no, all go ahead. Right.
4: Well, you guys are on it. Now, so.
1: <laughs> Is it me? But I find the task force to be quite stupid. What make you what what make you think that you are going to just catch Lobos, the biggest drug kingpin of the world, and Tommy just exchange? Oh, we're just going to catch him and we're just going to catch them exchanging uh, drugs, and then we're going to take. That is not that's not a plan. <laughs> he's so mad. That's not a plan to me. What but I just is it so
3: mad? <laughs>
2: Somebody so, needs to be in the writer's room.
1: I just <laughs> it just it doesn't make sense.
2: Right. What didn't make sense to me? I guess ultimately it worked out for them, but what didn't make sense was the fact that they just took everything that Angie said. It was like uh, Greg was like, "Oh, so you got a you got a tip, you got a clue," and so he's like, "All right, switch it up,
1: just but based on that." She took the picture. Remember, she took the picture and she True. sent it to him, and, and it was time. But to-
2: even still, like, wouldn't you? If I'm a task force and this is yeah. what I do, mm-hmm. like, aren't you looking further into it? Aren't you being like, okay? I mean, I don't or know, maybe send,
5: just or me. have a backup. T- like, send people there and have the people at the old place. Yes, that right. mm-hmm. yes. I mean, like, Split. Running out
4: of time, man. We didn't have that much time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, we had to move. You know, we had to move the story on. Yeah. That's I'm just saying. That's just technical
3: mm. shit. <laughs> 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 We're getting really too deep into it, guys. No, but I mean, I, I do think in, in real life, you know, maybe they did send somebody to the other location. We just didn't see that part. Um, I do agree, though. I think when it comes to actual, like, you know, going on, going after a big, a big drug dealer like this, it takes a lot more, you know, thought and effort. They're not just going to move like that. I don't think so. Right. but. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. we're living in T yeah. right now, too. And so. then
5: the whole time at the task force, every time Angie walked in, she was like on the brink of tears. Like, you see, she sat down and she was like mm-hmm. yeah. The whole time. <laughs> like, you put your gank face on. Right, right. She yeah. came in
1: and meeting what did I miss? Like, you, <laughs> and then you always late. <laughs> and you're on probation. I like,
2: know, <laughs> and it bothers me every time. And then and then Greg is the only one that notices. He's like, you know, as she leaves, I'm just yeah. like, What's up? Nobody like that's
0: the situation.
3: Either. Yeah. <laughs> you need to be set down. Yeah. I mean, what don't you guys think, okay, so for me, and I was talking to with some friends about this, I was wondering like, if you're down for your guy, right? And you you in the back of your mind think that he might be this ghost character, you know, you're gonna try and, you know, protect him. At least that's what I think, right? but i think at this point like are you saying she's crying all the time she's going in these meetings nobody's paying attention to angela maybe this is why she feels she has to prove herself so much so maybe
5: hmm. i i just see it as if you if you have a feeling that your man is the dude that they're really looking for, you go in the task force meeting that on time. You know everything that's going on, everything that I they're agree. saying. In case he re- they really are about to show up at his front door, so you can be like, oh shit, they're about to show up at his front door, right? She leaving half the day, her and goes having sex. Like, <laughs> she's just hanging they're out. Not paying attention to
4: him. They're, they're she, not. She's yeah, not. You know, they, she got demoted and yeah. everything, so. You know, she kind of strolls in when she wants to. You know, they're just not paying attention to her. We get to see that she knows a lot more than they know. Mm-hmm. But they don't know that she knows so much. Yeah, At least that's how I see it. You
1: know? I agree. So. Thank you for
2: getting us back to reality over Thank here. Because yeah. we all up in our feelings. Yeah. Like, why don't they see her? He's like, listen, chill out. Yeah. Hold
4: up. we got to get into their, work, yeah. their
2: world. Yeah, good point. Much.
4: Okay, they live, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if Bam's late here, you know, you're like, dude, where you at? I mean, I don't know, everybody's important here, but I'm just saying, um, you know, somebody just throws in who's not as important or got a demotion. It's just kind of, you
1: know, whatever. Speaking of demotion, there's a lot to discuss with Canaan. So, now Canaan decides to get all of the local druggy, you know the the, um, <laughs> the crew. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. He gets them all to then go against Ghost and Tommy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm bashing the show, but I'm really not. But so they get so they all come together, and they think that they're going to come to this meeting mm-hmm. and just go up to Lobos and say, "Hey, <coughs> we we're the new we're, we're it. This is it."
3: His organization is no longer. We're, we're doing our own thing now. I, I don't know. I think it's retarded.
4: <laughs> but, I read an article where someone <laughs> was talking about the show, and they they wrote, "This, you know, this is what's going on with Ghost and Tommy, but their drug ring is poorly run. <laughs>
0: you know, <laughs> you, know
4: they, they, you know, they need to talk to Nino Brown." <laughs> <laughs> like, like <understand coughs> yeah. I do this mm-hmm. thing, so, but I, I read that in an article I don't,
1: I don't think the way they're running the, the drug business is, is bad I just think that Kanan he has a street mentality and I don't think he's smart enough to think that he can actually go into this meeting he doesn't know where they're at he just knows that they're at the hotel and that he and all Kanan Dre um, um, of Vlad
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Jamaican
1: the Jamaicans mm-hmm. and Ruiz y'all all gonna just show up to the hotel
2: mm-hmm. okay we know this, right <laughs> but okay so let me give Kanan some some credit real quick okay he's institutionalized mm-hmm. and if you ever dealt with anybody who's institutionalized still come out like it don't even matter you know what i mean like we on the street this is what we do you know what i mean <laughs> and so this is kind of the the mindset that he has that it's like it doesn't even matter so to speak and that's kind of what i give him credit for mm-hmm. like he's so bold we talked about you know how you just get out and you already looking for pink sneakers you know several episodes ago mm-hmm. and this is the mindset that he has so i kind of not that I'm saying it's right, but I kind of feel them. Like, yeah, you bold enough to just try to put some type of plan together like that. And guess what? It might just work. Yeah.
1: And now I'm going to flip on this. Now I want to give them props for mm-hmm. the fact that you got everyone who has been working for, uh, for Tommy and Ghost all these all this long. hmm he completely flips shit. He hasn't. We haven't seen him in like two, three episodes mm-hmm. and he really came and he really wrecked shit this episode. And yeah. so that for, yeah. I give him props yeah, for that. Yeah, based
2: Dude. on his, his, his reputation alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he's still, if, if you're thinking, because he says this multiple times in the show, he's like, listen, uh, I'm the one who taught them everything that they know. Yeah. And the streets are very aware of who he is. So he still, in his mind, has this clout. You know what I'm saying? So no wonder he moves the way that he does.
5: Yeah, it's and it's very arrogant. But my thing is for the people who are joining up with Kanan, Yes, he was the one who got Ghost and Tommy established, and yes, he's the one who taught them everything they know. But you got locked up for. I'm not following nobody (laughs) that got busted. Like you got caught, bro. But 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 not really.
3: That he is making it seem like. Jamie, well, like Ghost is the reason why he got locked up. No, they, well, they're no. like,
5: they don't know. Right. Well, yeah. that part well, is true. That part is true. true. They're like, oh, let's follow but, Kanan. He's right. great. <laughs> but he
2: knows that is true. Right. So his mentality has not been affected because he's like, the only reason I got caught is because y'all set me up. Right. But so, he's still but like, I,
4: I hear that. Yeah. He's rallying the troops. And if you're the guy who needs distributors, right, he shows up. He's like, yo, I'm Canaan," And the rest of new york's behind me so what you want to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean of mm-hmm. course then why wouldn't you think that way anybody who the show is called power anybody who's looking to gain that power and do that man that's the mentality he's gonna have you know he had that obviously before he went to prison and he's been institutionalized he comes out and he still thinks he's the stuff right he rallied the troops he shows up with everybody behind him then you know, ghost and Tommy, I mean, they're like obsolete. So mm-hmm. they probably would die right there. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just Aww. saying, um, I you know, I think Kanan has that type of mindset where like logic and reason, like he's like, Forget that, like I'm getting back on top and these mm-hmm. two are in the way.
1: I think it's
3: go ahead yeah I wanted to ask so in, in a situation like that I don't know if you can speak on it but as would Victor follow Kanan if he had the whole back the whole of New York behind of him
4: I can't say okay <laughs> <laughs> I, figured, I figured but I follow somebody right <laughs> that much I know
1: well speaking <laughs> even though of,
4: you won't see me anymore this year but oh, I follow somebody
1: so you're done we don't see anymore you're not in episode okay
2: you made it out alive, man. That's what I'm saying. That's all yeah, that matters right you know now. My head. Stand up. I'm That's,
0: That's right. To kill you, right.
1: So. Let the church say amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking Okay. Speaking of logic, <laughs> I think Kanan did an um, excellent job at playing the shit out, out of uh, his son, Sean. Oh, yeah. Uh,
3: he's
2: yeah. been doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's but, very manipulative.
1: But <laughs> he did it in in a very old school way. It's almost like high school. Um, oh, I can climb up better than, you know, it's like one of those things where you tell somebody that they can't do it and, of course, then they prove them wrong right. and then they like do it. Like reverse psychology. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> it was just, I don't know, like
2: <laughs> I, I think that yeah, you're right, and I agree That's he, he slayed that, that whole part, but I think you could only do that with somebody like Sean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because Sean is just gullible, dude. Like, I, I like the guy, but he fell for that. You know what I mean? And he
3: also pulled that uh, Uncle G robbed us of our years as a you know, father yeah, he son. So, yeah. so he definitely pulled that. And I was ooh, like, yeah. ooh, yeah, if you just touched into his inner child just now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you think that worked? I, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I
5: think it kind of it did. It. Yeah. I think it kind of sealed the deal because yeah. he's this little kid who didn't get to spend time with his dad. He wants this relationship. He sees Dre and other people being close to to and so yes. he's like, "Oh man, like that." Just that little boy was like, mm. "And he's banging ghosts." His girl, his his wife. So he's hearing all that, and he's like, "And ghost got my girl." Mm. Yeah, that's the only like
4: man thing he's yeah. done. So Not that. Um, oh you yeah, know, it's not good, man. You don't mess with nobody's wives. <laughs> life, But I'm just saying, um, you know, everything else is all just wet behind the ears, man. Mm-hmm. And like you say, and Senquad does a good job because he, he is, like I heard Joe say, he's a goofball. He's He's funny. He's silly. He's a really nice guy. But, um, man, he's just such a baby. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. on the show, easily manipulated by Tasha, by Kanan now. Mm-hmm. And, um...
1: And and the fact that Dre also jumped in as well, you know, uh, saying something in reference about killing ghosts, Mm -hmm. also added fire to the feud. Because they have this beef that I don't understand. Why does Dre and Sean have a beef with each other? Because of a look?
5: I think because Dre knows that Sean is a simp. Because whenever Dre sees him, he's like in the car with his suit on, not really getting his hands dirty. They out here, it's fifteen below on the block and Sean is like, Do do I'm over here like waiting in the car. He's in the Uber. So
0: okay.
5: he's in some kind of way. Like they out here living that life and Sean is just like opening up the door for ghosts. Um, <laughs> He's probably just
3: he just
4: And like, banging just,
3: his wife. And yeah, sleeping with his wife. That. He just he just probably just doesn't like him. And not to mention, I think Canelia touched on it earlier, that that um Dre it has more of the qualities I think that Kana would want in his son yes. than does. So it's like, he knows. Like, yo, you know, Dre's a badass and I'm just kind of like, here, I'm the goofball. So yeah, I think that plays a little bit to see how close and how, I guess, how much alike they are and he's not you know, yeah. like that. So. You know what I think though? You know how people are where uh you ever walk by somebody
2: and like you give somebody like a dirty look and then that person don't got nothing against you but yeah. then they give you a dirty look like, you know, what's up? <laughs> I think Sean initiated this. Like mm-hmm. Sean is like Dre, like you that close to my dad kind of deal. And remember when uh, when Dre was meeting up with uh, Ghosts, and then Sean, mm-hmm. that whole scene where they walked by each other and they gave each other the dirty look. Mm-hmm. Sean, I think, was the initiator. And he was like looking at him. So I think Dre was just like, "Well, you know, well, what's up?" Yeah, I think that's more. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe mm-hmm. it is something deeper than that. That they have a mutual beef. But yeah. I think um, uh, Dre was just more like, you know, you got a problem with me? I got a problem with. You son,
4: right, right. And I, th- I think all of you guys are onto something. And some looking at Sean, that character here is—he like, was raised by his mother, and this is very important. Like in real life, like single moms do a great job raising men. Well, raising men, but they can't teach a man how to I'm be a, a man. man. Mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. a man can do that. Yeah. So I think in Sean we see some of these qualities or things that he lacks because his father wasn't around for 10 years, probably all those years. I think Sean in the show like maybe 21, 22 or something, you know? So he missed all these years where there's this rites of passage passed down from my father, even though they're in this criminal game, but still, you know what I mean? He really, I think that's why he comes off as soft, Mm-hmm. Because, you know a woman can only teach a man so much. Yeah. Her Steve Har- Steve Harvey tell Oprah one day, you know, she was like she was like, what do you mean? You, you know, a woman can't raise a man and Steve goes, "Well, you don't know, want a man go to the restroom." <laughs> you know. <laughs> he has to do this. Yeah. And she's like, "What? What? What, what is that?" He's like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I just right, They're looking we at are, me like <laughs> I but think you we know, know what you're talking you're just about. just trying to keep it smooth. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, like, you know, I think that's why Sean's a little comes off a little wet behind the ears.
2: And, yeah. You know, but do you involved. think there's some truth to the fact that he is, maybe has, like, a little disdain towards Dre because he's so close with Absolutely. with Kanan? Like, he, Kanan is sort of raising Dre like a son.
4: Absolutely, you know, and he probably wants, he probably sees that, man, this dude is tough. And yeah. he might know within himself he's not as tough, even though we saw a little moment where, because Sam is like six inches taller than know. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, but so I, you know, he's probably not really afraid of him. But yeah. I mean, the dude can't even shoot a gun, man, you know.
3: Nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he so, learned. to uh, He, he, teach him. he learned him. Did, did you <laughs> see how he
4: was holding that gun. That's, <laughs> a, that's a choice, obviously <laughs> Sinqua made. You know. Yeah. On how to hold that gun. He was like the feet were backwards and Yeah.
1: I, I have a feeling by the time the end of the season is over, when there's this big shootout that I, this bloodbath is going to happen that I'm predicting, he's going to know how to shoot that gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going back to Dre. What I'm liking about his character is he's playing both sides. Yes. So he's team Dre. I'm sorry, he's team Kanan in Kanan's face. And then he's team Ghost on the other side. And so I'm wondering... Who
2: he really wants Who?
1: Who's... Who's the real
2: Dre? Right. Very. And, and I would have asked that question maybe previous to episode eight. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, is it or is it just me that he seems like now it's a done deal since Ghost sort of like was like. Done, like Shundan? Yeah, him like, go sh- home, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Like now maybe he's like, oh, well, you've chosen for me, kind
3: of. I, I don't think that's done, though. I don't, yeah, you know, I don't I think, think so, either. so either. I think the fact that he was even like, you have a daughter to raise, like. I think there's just going to be this level of respect. He Mm -hmm. might be a little bitter right now, but I think Mm -hmm. overall, like, his goal is to be that. To be what Ghost is, not Kanan. That's what I think. I agree, and I think think
2: that he has a lot of respect, clearly, because he came back to Ghost. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so I definitely think that. I'm just thinking, do you think he feels a little bit salty? I think he is salty, salty, but...
5: Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. I think he's salty, but... It's kind of like a haze. Ghost couldn't be like, cool, you're what with me now. Yay. Like, he couldn't Im- immediately do that. And I think as much as Kanan is going around pissing everybody off and just rubbing people the wrong way, Dre is going to have, like, another opportunity to mm-hmm. go back to Ghost or Ghost come to him and be like, okay, so. What's up? Mm-hmm. What's up? Because Kanan is a, is a loose cannon, And Kanan doesn't really care about anybody. So I see that happening at some point. I
3: think Dre knows that Kanan is that ruthless too. It's just like he's he killed his friend, like he doesn't yeah, care. Yeah.
1: And I and not only that, but um but his whole goal according to Kanan was to go and get information <laughs> so that he can figure out the whole Lobos thing. I think Dre his part of his intention was to go down there and see how far he was gonna be able to go. And being that ghost didn't give him that information, I felt that he was expecting to be turned down and sent away. So that's why I don't feel he was in his feelings that much. I feel like the whole message with, you have a daughter, take your ass and go home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: resonated more with him versus he was butthurt because yeah. he couldn't get in. Because anyone who's in them streets, as Cannelia Kene- likes to say it, if you, if you get information that quick or that easy... I would I would assume that the you wouldn't trust that person as much because mm-hmm. you have to put in time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before yeah get yeah. a little dirt
2: on your hands like yeah. first so, I mean so to speak yeah. I hear that I hear what everybody's saying
4: yeah when I see, when I look at Dre I see I mean I mean maybe tell me what you guys see I see like man this maybe could be what Ghost was like you know mm-hmm. what I mean and because you know he talked to him about. Getting out of the game,
1: mm-hmm.
4: you know, and so and and I think in that game, in any game of business, you have to play both sides of the field of whoever you're dealing with, man. You know, you have to you have to kind of be that way. Yeah. McCoy and so a you want to live, you know what I mean? <laughs> because mm-hmm. you don't cooperate in that game, you're dead. Then the other thing is when you try to find an outlet. I don't know anybody who wants to be a dope dealer when they're 70. Right. I mean, right. I mean Italian mafia, I guess that's what they do. Right? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, that's true. true. But that's, that's, they're not the Italian mafia. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right,
3: right. So. I mean, oh, we kind of spoke. I mentioned that I think that that Rotimi oh, Dre is going to eventually be, l- like, l- working towards being like ghosts. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that that's what kind
1: of... I yeah. see coughing. <laughs> oh, I did, so, uh, we I say that I, <laughs> well, I,
2: I, <laughs> I, I said uh, for the last episode remember you guys how uh I really did like the way that Dre is moving. I like the the fact that he could go to different um, people by himself, and he's sort of making his own moves, you know. And so I think that he's a little bit more wise than he's even. We're we're sort of putting him like, okay, you side him with Kanan because you want to shoot up Ghost or whatever. But I think he's a little bit like he's he's from the street. Mm-hmm. You gotta be smart. You have to be savvy in order to know what's really going on and who to play at the right time, you know. So mm-hmm. I think Dre has got a little bit of that going on.
1: Before we move on to Angela, I'm sorry, ladies. You all look beautiful. The hair is on fleek. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm distracted. So sweet, I'm sorry. So, Thank
5: you. y'all <laughs> Thank look you, good. Thank um, you, <laughs> so,
1: Angela and this clone and the phone. I have my um, own theories about this, but I'm going to let you go first. What are your thoughts? Is she is she uh is she cutting it too close? Is she getting on your nerves? What do you think about oh, she's Angela? So
3: on my nerves. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm over Angela. <laughs> <Yeah. over. laughs>
5: well, my thing is, I get, I understand the job, and I understand if she were strictly on a, a, a two no ba- two no basis with Ghost as business only. Like I'm, I work for the feds, and you are a drug dealer. Yes, clone the phone, whatever. But she is in love and in a relationship with this dude so the whole time his phone will be going off I will be thinking oh shit her phone is gonna go off at the same time yes, like he's going her. to hear her phone <laughs> yes. go off too yeah and it was just too much for me it was too much <laughs> yeah
3: I I just didn't like the fact that she went from, okay, she's doing all this snooping and that she's being an informant, of course, to her team, um, but that she's trying to save Jamie, like, let's go, let's get away, like, make up your
0: mind.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel confusing me. I hear And I, the same thing got on my nerves, too, so I understand, <laughs> but I feel like she's literally just torn, torn. between career and love. I'm not saying it's right. And it gets on my nerves, but I think that's the place that she's coming from. You want to save the dude and um, that you're in love with and all of that, which I kind of give her respect for because I, I think that any woman could kind of relate to that. But I will say that it, it, it's not. It's not so simple. Like you did. You didn't just clone his phone and that was it. Like I think it's something behind the scenes yeah. to that. I think that ghost was like, okay, up on it already, and maybe yeah. that was his own tactic. Mm-hmm. Because as we said yesterday, when we had Joseph come in, what's up, Joseph? Thank you for coming Joe. in again, Joe. Okay, so. um, The same thing that we said was that he masterminded this whole plan. So I feel like maybe it even dates back to him uh, getting a a phone that she could clone.
1: And that's where my theory comes. I believe that Ghost, this is all a part of this plan that we seem to be confused about. I think that he knew, um, I think this was his idea to make sure uh, the phone was cloned. Because if you think about it, he was at the Bally Shoe Store getting her shoes when he was, when she was following him. Um, he was buying the shoes, so it wasn't like he was buying the shoes as a makeup gift to per- to, to save his ass from being caught. He was already buying the shoes when he called, or mm-hmm. when Angela called. So I believe that he put all of this together. I also believe that with the clone uh, in place, I believe that Ghost sent Lobos right to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe that was Tommy's plan, and I also believe that I believe that Tommy is in on this whole entire ordeal, because when you look at when you look at um, the, the the shootout, you only hear Javier's voice on the walkie talkie. There was no if, if Tommy was in the room when this happened, Tommy would have screamed. We didn't hear his favorite word, motherfucker. We didn't hear anything. I mean, we only hear Javier's voice. And then Tommy comes out kind of cool, and then he comes and sees Angela, and then that's when he makes his big scene. So I believe that this is Ghost's plan the whole entire time.
4: Hmm. I think... No, I was just gonna say um, a couple of things, um, based on kind of you guys are all like, have some really, really good ideas about what's happening. Mm -hmm. But um, the last few episodes, I felt like people felt Ghost was kind of losing. You know what I mean? And what was great about this episode is you got to see ghosts? I'm in charge, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and I'm I'm five steps ahead of everybody, okay. And when he went to buy the shoes, of course he went there. I think he possibly knew, you know, and you might be telling him, but he went there to get what the the, the start, meeting, right? yeah, the meeting place and everything. And of course you hear the siren mm-hmm. yeah. go off, and so yeah. he, knows. he knows. I think yes. he, I think yeah. at that
5: moment you know, he was like wait okay like, now yeah. I see I think that was the moment where he realized what she was really doing and then at that moment, I think he probably was like, "Okay, so I can use it to my advantage. I can text and, and do certain things." So she is sent to the hotel. So she is the person at, you know, to find out that Lobos and potentially Tommy, because mm-hmm. I think he knew Tommy was going to get caught too, will be here. I think right. at that moment he put the put the plan in
4: place. Right, because he went to the lawyer. Right. right. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Um, going back to the the um, sirens. Mm-hmm. How ge- I, I I always have to give credit to I don't know if it's the director at this point um, how they shoot the scene what we see is that the director
1: and the cinematographer and the, so, the, the and, DP the, the, right. yeah. the way it looks
2: yeah like what like
1: yeah that's the DP it
4: all right okay right so looks, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure some of it might be written yeah. in a certain way but
2: yeah the uh, team who, whomever was in charge of this scene and let, let me just break this down real
4: Courtney's quick Courtney's in charge so.
2: uh, right no, <laughs> we <laughs> are we, <laughs> are, we, <laughs> all, we always up, give. Her props. So we always give her props. In the end. Absolutely. It's a team. Absolutely. That starts with her. Okay. Thank you. Um. And so we definitely that. But so this is how I what I could appreciate so much because the sirens go off and the way that that scene was shot was to make us think that it was Angela who heard the sirens. So Angela wanted to be like, oh, sorry, like you know, like let me be careful because the sirens. But I think that was really for Ghost. To hear the sirens, do you do you guys see what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like the way that it was shot was for us to for for us to see. Oh, Angela recognized that the yeah, sirens are there, like, so she was yes. Mm-hmm. But it was really for ghosts, and that might come up at some point because the show. I mean, they do a fantastic job of you know foreshadowing and all that. Did
5: I break that down right? Do you guys yeah, understand what I saying? Okay, I love that part. I love that, and it was it all worked <coughs> out or all tied up because at the at the end of the episode where you see him texting her like, "Hey, it's it's Jamie got a new phone," like yes. he knew the whole time, mm-hmm. and she at that moment I think she knew that he knew. Mm. That's why she was like, she threw because she knew. I didn't yeah. take
1: it that way. Yep. I I took it as Angie thought. Oh my God! I was doing all of this and I didn't believe my man, and oh, I was so wrong. Pew, throw the phone down. So
5: I think she, she. I think she knew that she got set up because she saw a ghost walk into the hotel. Mm-hmm. And when Tommy came out and everything happened, she called him on the phone and was like, "Where are yes. you, yeah. Jeannie, yeah. Where are you? Yeah. Like, basically, I came here to get you locked up too."
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I take, and I take and I took that like, thing to yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: I don't know if she was trying to get him locked up, but because she was, was she... scared, he was he was the one that got shot. She was all nervous. She like, oh, identified his body, yeah. You but she scared. knew
5: he was going in there.
2: She did yeah. know, and she didn't technically save him because she could have said, "Listen, they are here. Yeah. It's <laughs> about to go down." I mean, she tried to pull it off, like "Stay here with me. Let's leave," and all that stuff, which didn't work. that was mm-hmm. a big fail. But you know, I don't know that she wanted she wanted him to get locked up, yeah. but she definitely didn't save him either. There she go being torn he again.
0: <laughs> he saved
2: he himself. Smart. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> smart. yeah, that was dope.
1: Okay, so going back to this to this whole setup, um, what are your thoughts about that? I mean, I given I've given my my prediction, but. Tommy and Ghost literally walk in seconds after each other. Ghost goes in first with the bag, and then Tommy goes in with the bag. I don't believe that there was money in the bag because if you look at the if you look at the the storage space, the money was stacked here. Oh. There's all that money could not have fit in two bags. So I believe that their intentions was to never give Lobos the money.
4: Well. You know, there was a scene that was cut out that actually I was in where we were loading up that big bright red ass suitcase. <laughs> you know, they got dope money in, you know. But um, and it was cut out. But um, I don't know if every dollar bill in there necessarily belonged to Lobos, you know. Mm-hmm. But um,
1: so then why why did uh, why did Ghost say that he needed one more day? Because if that's the, if that's the case. And the beginning of the episode, there was all this money. So why would they not... Why would he need a, c- a couple more days to pay off Lobos?
5: He can't
4: Maybe tell. Maybe he is. was planning, uh, you know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's getting all his Brother ducks in a row.
4: It, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brother's See how it ended, man. He was, mm. That was a man in power at the end of that episode. Mm-hmm. Standing mm-hmm. up high, looking, looking down right. low on everybody else. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great shot. Yeah, yeah it, it, was. Was great. So, <laughs> it
2: was great. It was great. That was the the epitome of power, you know. That was the epitome. Like he's, I mean, it was just the way that it was shot. Like he's standing high. So that's why I agree. Yeah, that
1: was pretty cool. Okay. It's like chess.
5: Because yeah. he was he. It was like a chess game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: okay, what are your thoughts about Tommy um, uh, in jail? Do you think that Tommy is uh, because Tommy was against wanting Lobos to be killed because mm-hmm. if you kill the top drug lord of in the world, then where does that leave us? Obviously, Tommy and Tasha want to continue slanging. Mm-hmm. And ghost doesn't, and so there was conflict. Like I said, like we said in uh, the interview with Joseph, there we finally have seen conflict between Ghost and uh, and Tommy, where they're at odds and they have not made peace as they normally do. Mm-hmm. So, what's your thoughts about when t- when you guys saw Tommy coming out? Did you think that it was going to be him? Did you think it was going to be Ghost? What's your thoughts on that?
3: I thought it was. I thought it was going to be Tommy. I didn't at any point think that that. Um Ghost was gonna get caught. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think so, um, but I will will say this: when Joe kind of kind of touched on it and brought it to light, I do think that maybe, of course, this is all part of ghost's plan but like he was saying you and somebody are not on the same page and you want to control the situation the best thing to do is put them in a box that they can't get out mm-hmm. so I think again him having having um, Tommy you know get arrested it's all part of his plan to kind of control the situation
2: yeah um, there was a scene where and I think we actually talked about this when Joe was here but I think it was episode 6 when Joe, uh, ghost came to Tommy's mom's house Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And he was all, like, rattled because he was high and all of that. And he was paranoid. And he was like, this is, he told, uh, Tommy told Ghost, this was your your plan all along. Like, you've been trying to have me in front of the streets be the be the face <coughs> of the streets so that I could get locked up and you could go run off with Angela. Mm-hmm. So, do you think it's possible that he actually, now that this sort of happened, in a way, do you think that he's going to go back to thinking that? Yep. I do.
5: Mm-hmm. Because Ghost hired that lawyer. Mm-hmm. So, he obviously, Tommy might think, you obviously knew I was going to get locked up Wait, because can you hired the lawyer? Has a
1: question. Did any of you guys see the previews for next I did. week? I did. Okay. Yeah. Because prior I to that, I I, prior prior to the whole lawyer thing, mm-hmm. I wondered if the lawyer was for the divorce or if it was for Tommy. But I know oh, the answer now. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm parents, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah.
5: So I think that Tommy is going to start because when you have time to stew, you're mm-hmm. gonna stew, and you can stew in prison because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you, ain't got you nothing to do. yeah you don't got nothing to do. <laughs> so I think Tommy is going to start even if it's not true. He's going to start being like you know what go this is ghost. Mm-hmm. He said he wants to get out. He's not leaving Angie alone. I saw her when I walked out, and I know Ghost walked into the to the hotel. I know he did, and mm-hmm. he didn't come out with me. Ghost isn't in, in isn't in here. And who's this lawyer dude? Who's <laughs> this lawyer dude? Like I think I think Tommy is gonna start to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. I actually wondered if he was
2: getting the lawyer for himself, and then even after the episode mm-hmm. aired, I wondered if it was for him or for Tommy. But mm-hmm. then you see that that uh, scene where the ghost or the attorney is talking to Tommy, so.
1: Uh, okay, Jarrell. Question. Ooh. I know that <laughs> a lot of times like I
2: want to talk. I want to okay.
1: in. <laughs> I know a lot of times in in scripts um, that, for instance, you guys, uh, it's like a, it's literally like a full hour. So you have at minimum sixty pages. But a lot of times in episodics, it can go 110, 112, and then they edit stuff. Was there any parts that was taken out in the script where we see what happens when they walk into the hotel?
4: As uh, um, far as I can remember, it was written exactly what we uh, the way we saw it. Okay. You know, as far as I can remember, no. So um, that's, from what I remember, again, that was you know, a young- that February or January or something like that. Mm-hmm. January, yeah. So it was written that way. So you walk, they walk in. And ghost doesn't come out, so yeah.
1: There has to be a flashback. I I want to see what happened when they walked into the hotel.
4: I know. Yeah. I
1: I, I need to see that. But I hope there's a flashback. Yeah, nothing
4: Nothing really happened, you know, um, because they went in, and next thing you know, the feds went in behind them, you know. So the, I mean, nothing really happened. What you what would you want to see really? Like right. Ghost, yeah. Wh- where ghost is? Yes. Exactly.
2: He's in a different start, room. He's yeah, at the, he's at the, the bar in the <laughs>
4: lounge, he's he in the hanging car. out. And, and who knows? Tommy doesn't know he's not there. You know, they show up in different cars, and mm-hmm. they, they never in public. They're mm-hmm. never like seen. they rarely ever seen together like point. that. You know, and so Tommy, I don't think Tommy knew Ghost was there necessarily.
3: I just think I Tommy totally hates Angela well, of course, oh, yeah. but he probably he thinks that Angela is the reason why he's getting locked up. I don't. I, he has a strange. He has this real loyalty to to <laughs> Ghost. The only thing I think that's questionable, I guess, is when the 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 liar comes into play. So I think that's when he'll probably start brewing, like you said.
4: Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. I mean, Tommy's on edge right now. I mean, look. I mean, he lost Holly. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Him and Ghost are at odds. He hates Angie. Yeah. He's locked up. Man.
5: Yeah.
4: Knows <laughs> Free to Tommy. Down. And he
5: couldn't do like Free he Tommy wanted and right. just kill Angela yeah. in any way. Man.
2: Did you see the, the passion that he had when he was talking to her? I mean, he was yelling at her like, he Man. called her a
1: cunt and everything. Man, everything yeah. was like, the worst, yeah. Yeah. the worst oh, yeah. oh, of the worst. He oh, yeah. yeah. called Holly a
3: cunt. Oh, yeah. and what Andy he do again? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, I still think Tommy was too cool. Being cuffed walking outside, he didn't blow, he didn't flip the lid until he saw Angela. But well, but, you kind
5: of got to act like you didn't do
1: nothing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, nothing. like I'm, I'm, I'm innocent. And <laughs> 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 then he saw Angela, he
0: was like,
5: Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, that's, yeah, a, good, yeah,
1: good that's point. a great point. That, that's right. a great point. Okay, so you've already revealed to us that you're done, so we're not going to see you anymore.
4: No, and that's public, so okay. like if you was on my IMDb, mm-hmm. you'll see that. This, this is my final episode this season. Okay. So yeah, unfortunately. So this there's, season. There's
1: nothing else you can give us. You know any you know nothing else.
2: Yeah, I know stuff. You mm-hmm. <laughs> can't give it to us. Bam <laughs> yeah. stop. Look, hey, you can try to get it. Hey, I'd get fired. <laughs>
1: I'd get sued. And I ain't got nothing to give. So, you know? Well, can you tell yeah. tell us about the book? Because that book is uh, called Power and Courtney, you said she really loves that book and there's some similarities yeah. to
4: Yeah, this is the Forty Eight Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. And I think fifty cent wrote like two other laws hmm.
0: yeah it's like 50 of laws of power yeah, 50
4: laws of power but um yeah Courtney turned me on to this book and I started reading it and I've been reading it like for some time because there's some darkness in this book and you get a great history lesson like world history lesson wow. okay. going back centuries and centuries ago how people and politicians and artists and how they played each other, how they played this game in order to, your goal is to achieve power. Mm. And there's been some chapters I would read and I'd have to set the book down for like two days and be like, wow. oh man, this is dark. <laughs> this is really dark. And so in watching the show, I didn't know this because Courtney told me I should read, told me that I should read it. And so I started reading it and then in watching the show I'm like, oh man, this this is that law. Mm. This is that law. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this similar story. It's is, is kinda of fascinating
2: to hmm. me. Let me ask you a question: Do you pick up certain things from this show, like for real life, that that make you think differently, or maybe it has enlightened you a little bit about how things work? Maybe um, streets. I mean, you seem like you like you you know what's up, like oh, yeah. you like from the streets and stuff. But oh, yeah. I'm saying, has it enlightened you even
4: more? Absolutely, you know. And I'm constantly learning. I'm like one. I call myself a late bloomer mm. because there was a period of my life where I didn't read anything, <laughs> you know, and. Um, as I've gotten older, I've started to read more and more, more than I've ever read. And so, definitely in watching the show and reading this book and other books, I recognize just things in life and how they happen. And I'm like, oh, it, sometimes it's, it's, it's amazing. Like, reading is fundamental. And you should read because I'll have conversations with people and I'll, something will come out of my mouth. and I'm like, oh, I really get that. I got that from somebody you know when i was 20 that wasn't happening mm-hmm. you know it was mm-hmm. all about what rapper saying what man yeah Oh, trick daddy what would he say yeah. <laughs> Trigger. Trigger. You know, trick daddy and Trina
2: back that's then, a throwback man. for real Patrick, you know pull up
4: to my bopa base you know yeah you know but, uh, but definitely yeah yeah in the sh- watching the show and other shows also i see the same thing man and mm-hmm. um it was um i mean you see a lot of shakespearean stuff in mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. you know and other shows also great writers man they pull from the great yeah way before them
1: speaking of a throwback i just want to acknowledge last night i was watching you on the proposal oh, with sandra yeah. and yeah. Ryan Reynolds. great job on that oh, um and i know so you have some other day stuff day. that are coming up uh soon can you let us know what uh what those shows are
4: yeah well i got a couple of opportunities coming up that mm-hmm. I can't okay. really say much about right now, but, um, actually, you know, I'm just, I'm just working on this screenplay right now that I've written. I'm on a rewrite of it and it's an extension of my short film, my award-winning short film. Wow. And, uh... All right. Congratulations. So thank you. I appreciate that. And, um, I'm working on that and, you know, other auditions, but there's a couple of projects that got my fingers crossed for, and then I'll be waiting for power. And, uh, but the proposal, man, that was a job. I was the first person to audition for the role. Mm-hmm. His name was co-worker at first. Then, like a month or six weeks later, I got a call back, and I was the last person to go to the callback. and I was like the only black dude in there, the only black person in there. Mm-hmm. And I went in, and till this day, I don't know why Ann Bletcher hired me, but... Um, I got hired for the part, and then, like, two weeks later, they said, oh, you have a name now, and your name's Jordan, and you have some more scenes and lines, and so that was cool. But really, man, I look at myself as an actor. That was, I think about it, like, I was not ready for even that Mm -hmm. project whenever I got that role, you know, and that was, like, my first, like, big thing. Mm -hmm. I was really nervous, and I was really scared. And, um, and I was living in Boston, at the time when I booked that and then I came back to LA and it was like you like starting over so Mm -hmm. it it didn't even matter that I'd done the proposal really Mm -hmm. you know but um, um, that was a blessing for me man and I thank you Ann Fletcher for giving me that job she's the director Mm -hmm. of that and and so,
1: yeah, that's the proposal, man. All right, cool. I got to go back and watch yeah. it again. I yeah. Yeah. saw it, but I got to see it again. I've
4: been able to pay some rent. Yeah. From, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I bought the DVD, so you
1: got to. Oh. Uh, you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, <laughs> <Now, you laughs>
5: Patrick Wine. Hey, Spe- Patrick Wine. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking
1: of a beat, give us a beat, and uh let's go into Cornelius' cold piece of the week. Who should it be? Who should it be? Mm. Dun dun dun.
5: Cold piece of the week for Power, Episode 8 of season 2, goes to one part, Angela, of course. And I re, mainly because you gotta be a cold ass piece to snitch on to damn near snitch on your boyfriend or your boyfriend's homeboy, his best friend, and to be waiting outside when he comes outside to see you. I don't know about y'all, but that to me was like one of the coldest things. And then partially, I'm gonna give cold peace to Mr. Sean. Not for being PW, but because he's PW to the point where he is about to get killed. Mm. Sean mm. is gonna get killed so because he's PW, he now thinks uh, Tasha is his man and he was trying to kiss up on her in the house yeah. when the kid's in the bedroom. Yeah. Sean, <laughs> get it
3: together. Young man,
5: <laughs> get it together. <laughs> Let us know who you think Cold Peace or Cold Peace It should be. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook using hashtag Cold Peace or hashtag Cold Peace it. <laughs>
4: Nobody knows he's hitting
5: it with Kanan, though, you know. But Kanan wanted to know the blow like the, like the blow by blow. Yeah, like you like, can tell me what it's like. Like what? This is this so is crazy.
3: <laughs>
1: Let's go into predictions now.
3: <laughs> oh I got- Ooh, That's some music. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I think my only prediction for today, I think Holly's coming back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think she's coming back and she's going to be basically really there for uh, Tommy. Now that he's locked up, let him uh, free Tommy, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, free Tommy. Um,
2: So my prediction, and I I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there. So maybe Dre uh, sides with Ghosts, maybe he, you know, kind of flips the script on Kanan. I don't know, but uh, but then another part is that maybe Tasha, Sean, and Kanan get together.
3: Is that weird? Mm. <laughs> Probably, who yeah, no.
2: No. <laughs>
5: like Joy
3: <joint> forces.
5: <laughs> joint forces joint thank you. <laughs> That's <laughs> freaky. No. <It's> weird. <laughs> Where your mind at? <laughs> no, <I'm>
3: just kidding.
5: <laughs> I predict that Dre is going to die. I'm doing, like, I'm pulling a bam. Dre's toast. And I, I say that because Sean now has to prove himself. And Dre is always talking about this family. And he want to get off the block. And it, it's like this sentimental moment. And, and, and when you out in the hood in the street... Who gets popped to do with the kid and the family. In oh, the dream. In the yeah. dream. Yep. He can never fulfill the dream. He gets killed. And that's that. But I think Sean is gonna do it.
1: Well, speaking of this this uh, Sean Dre beef, um, this beef is bigger than what we think it is. This is like Drake McNeil, okay? Um oh, <laughs> oh, <yes>. Drake. <laughs> Drake is actually Sean and let me tell you why I agree with you um I originally predicted that Sean's gonna die but I think that um I think between the two I think Sean has a lot more um to use for season three I don't feel dre character is sorry routine me but we don't need you we don't need him. Sean has Sean has to go. Uh, Sean has to stay. So I think something's going to go down between the two, and I think it has to do with all with Ghost. And so I think I think Sean is is going to take Dre out, um, in some kind of bloodbath that's going to happen between Ruiz, um, uh, um, the Vlad, right. the, the suburbs. I, I feel like there's going to be a huge bloodbath, and I also think something's going to go down with Kanan, Tasha, and, and Ghost. And I think Tasha is going to pull her gun out.
3: Okay.
1: So well,
4: I—I'll just say this. I mean,
1: because you know, haven't read any scripts uh, for nine and ten, right? Oh, you did. No. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know. What, <laughs> I know what's going on <laughs> in
4: texas season. Okay, okay, okay. Know? I mean, vaguely, you know, I kind of know. Just like Joe talked about, you know. Get, I mean, I have Do an you,
1: idea. Can you give a prediction of what's,
4: Yeah, I'll—I'll I'll just say when you watch any show or any movie, man. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's like as an actor, you want to earn your death. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't say who's, who or what's happening, but we got two episodes left, so something's about to go down. right? We down. know that. Something's going down in the final two episodes. It's going to hook you and bring you back next season, mm. but you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta earn your death, man. Otherwise okay. it's like who cares?
5: Yeah. Okay. Somebody
4: know, gonna earn about
1: about somebody it, somebody earning <laughs> it. <laughs> gotta earn it, man. And man, you have definitely earned your way right, your, uh, your way and your right to make it to season three. We totally wish you the best. When you are back for season three, which cause you didn't die, so you have to come back. Yep. So yeah. when you in hey. season three, <laughs> we want you back here on Afterbus. Let everyone know where yeah, you can babe. be found on uh, social media. I can be
4: found at Lee 8 J E R R E L L the number eight on Twitter and Instagram.
1: All right and
3: you can find me at Janisha underscore Miss VI on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on all social
2: media at Robin Ayers. And I do want to say thank you guys to YouTubers, Twitters, you guys have been holding us down. Make sure that you send us your predictions as well and, and we'll pick the best ones for the next couple
5: episodes. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and on iTunes at Happy Hour Podcast.
1: And you can find me on all social media at Bam Merrickson. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Afterbus TV for power. And special thank you to our guest, Mr. Jarrell Lee Wesley. Uh, thank you guys for Welcome watching. Back. and We will see yes. you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>
5: Bye, guys.